Hello, this is Cherry Agarwal from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, June 12th, and the big news today is from London, where fugitive businessman Nirav Modi's bail plea in the extradition case was rejected yet again. In case you missed it, Nirav Modi was the protagonist in the Punjab National Bank scam. He was arrested in London on March 19th for allegedly duping Punjab National Bank of more than 13,000 crore rupees. He is currently lodged at the Wandsworth Prison in London. This is the fourth time Mr Modi's plea for bail has been rejected. This time, the grounds for rejection of his plea included possibilities of Mr Modi interfering with witnesses and obstructing justice. Arguing on Mr Modi's behalf, advocate Claire Montgomery said, quote, Modi is not Julian Assange, who sought refuge in the Ecuadorian embassy, but just an ordinary Indian dweller. There is no evidence to show that he would do the prohibitive things such as interference with witnesses. Unquote. Britain's Crown Prosecution Service, arguing on behalf of the Indian government, said Modi should not be granted bail at this stage. They argued that Mr Modi poses a significant flight risk and might flee to a country where India does not have an extradition treaty. The prosecutor also pointed out that the amount of bail bond offered by Mr Modi was continuously rising. Mr Modi had initially offered cash securities worth 4 crore rupees, which has now gone up to 17 crore rupees approximately. This was all to indicate that Mr Modi possibly had enough money to fund his escape. Rejecting Modi's plea, Judge Ingrid Semler said there was substantial grounds to believe Modi would fail to surrender. The judge also said that the businessman might interfere with witnesses and obstruct justice. The Aligarh police in Uttar Pradesh has booked 11 people for allegedly posting inflammatory content since Monday. The posts were shared following the murder of a two-and-a-half-year-old girl last week. Confirming the development, Senior Superintendent of Police Akash Kulari said that cases under the Information Technology Act had been registered against 11 people at the Civil Lines Police Station. The cases were registered for allegedly posting fake and inflammatory content on social media. The Aligarh District Administration had suspended internet services in Kherthesil on June 10th to prevent misuse of social media. District Magistrate Chandrabhushan Singh had said that some mischievous elements were deliberately spreading fake and inflammatory posts ever since the horrific murder of a two-and-a-half-year-old girl. Suspension of internet services was aimed at curbing spread of misinformation. The girl was allegedly kidnapped on May 31st and a first information report was filed at the Tapal police station the same day. The child's body was found on June 2nd in a garbage dump, following which tension prevailed in Tapal. The police have so far arrested four people in connection with the case. Earlier today, the Pune police conducted searches at the home of human rights activist Tan Swami. The raids were carried out in Jharkhand's capital, Ranchi, as part of an ongoing investigation into the Bhima Koregaon case. A team, led by Assistant Commissioner of Police, Shivaji Pawar, searched Mr. Swami's house around 7am this morning. During the raid, some electronic devices were also seized. According to the police, Swami's house was searched to gather more evidence. This is the second time that the Pune police is raiding Mr. Swami's house. The first raid was carried out on August 28 last year in connection with the same case. What is the Bhima Koregaon case, if you may ask? 
Last year, the Pune police had arrested 10 activists for allegedly being involved in an event that preceded the violence between Dalits and Marathas at Bhima Koregao near Pune on January 1, 2018. The activists are accused of masterminding the violence and having links with the banned Communist Party of India Maoists. Swami is also suspected of being involved with them. There has been much controversy surrounding India's GDP or gross domestic product numbers. Another can of worms was opened after former chief economic advisor Arvind Subramanian suggested that India's GDP growth was overestimated. In an article for the Indian Express, Subramanian had stated that the actual GDP growth between 2011-12 and 2016-17 may have been 4.5%. This estimate puts it way below the official estimates of 7%. To this, the Ministry of Statistics and Programme Implementation said, quote, The estimation of GDP in an economy is a complex exercise, where several measures and metrics are evolved to better measure the performance of the economy. With any base revision, as new and more regular data sources become available, it is important to note that a comparison of the old and new series are not amenable to simplistic macroeconometric modelling. Unquote. Simply put, India changed the base year for calculating its GDP growth to 2011-12 after the Narendra Modi government took over. In the absence of a back series, GDP data for the years before the new method was introduced was considered incomparable to that for the later years. Today, the Economic Advisory Council to the Prime Minister has also issued a statement. They have stated that the government will come out with a point-to-point rebuttal in due course. There's no closing this can of worms, is it? Uttar Pradesh has been making headlines for all the wrong reasons, yet again. Recently, the Yogi Adityanath regime was under the scanner over the arrest of multiple journalists who supposedly defamed the chief minister. And now, a video has emerged from West Uttar Pradesh in which the state's railway police can be seen punching, slapping and abusing a journalist. According to NDTV, the journalist in the video is Amit Sharma, a stringer for News24. Sharma told NDTV that a group of railway police personnel locked him up and abused him on Tuesday night when he was reporting on the derailment of a train in Shamli district. Describing his harrowing experience, Sharma said, quote, They were in plain clothes. One hit my camera and it fell down. When I picked it up, they hit and abused me again. I was locked up, stripped and they urinated in my mouth. Unquote. According to news agency IANS, several local journalists rushed to the police station upon learning about the incident. Sharma was released earlier this morning after local journalists protested. Attacks on reporters have only increased over time. This is why you must, you absolutely must step up to support independent organizations like Newslaundry.com. Meanwhile, the Uttar Pradesh police, which oversees the GRP, or the Government Railway Police, has said that the Railway Police Station House officer and a constable involved in the case have been suspended. In another harrowing news from UP, the newly elected president of UP Bar Council, Tarvesh Yadav, was shot dead in Agra Civil Court today. She was the first woman to be the chairperson of UP Bar Council. She was elected two days back. As we record this podcast, more details are awaited. Before I go, I'd like to recommend that you head on to newslaundry.com and read our correspondent Gaurav Sarkar's story. Gaurav's report is on how DNA newspaper is dying a slow and painful death. 
To put it simply, the story will show you how while the SL Group owned broadsheet is sacking people to optimize costs, investments are being made into the group's flagship infrastructure company. Such stories take a lot of time, effort and resources. We can only do such stories when we have your support. So head on to newslaundry.com and subscribe. Your subscription will ensure that news survives. Otherwise, seriously, news will die. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.